It's the Who's On First baseball show with the coach, Carl Damasi, and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. The fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Talking all things baseball on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. And here we are, the coach and the baseball fanatic. And that's right, baseball fans, we're back. Okay, we're in postseason play, and of course, the Who's On First Base baseball podcast for Wednesday night, October 12, 2022, episode 23 of season five. That, that, that's unbelievable. I mean, we used to do this every four or five times a year when we were on the radio. Now we're on the internet, and we're just blowing it up, but uh, it's always a lot of fun talking baseball. Braves are in it. They won a division. We talked about that last week, but uh, there's no other better person than talk baseball. With my sidekick, I don't know who he is. I don't even know if he's on first base, but he's got that cranial vault of baseball knowledge. I think his brain is a baseball, and it's like a baseball sponge because he just sponges everything up. But once again, always a lot of fun. My co-host, the baseball fanatic, Kyle the Cubby Lawson. Hey, Coach. How are we doing? My favorite time of the year, and I'm glad we're back to it. Man alive. The divisional series, we're getting after it after a quick wild card series. It's my favorite time of the year, and who better to talk to about it than you, Coach? All right, before we jump into going around the horn, like we did every every uh, show, we go around the horn, we talk about each division, so we're going to talk about each divisional series, but what do you think about the wild card series? I enjoyed it. I think it's a really good format. I mean, obviously, I like the idea of expanded playoffs. I knew it was coming, and uh, it made it for some interesting games. Man, Saturday... Baseball was your constant companion. You had it all day from that crazy 15-inning game between the Guardians and, and the uh, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Yikes. Walk-off action right there to get you to the next round. Beating a really good Rays team. I loved it. I loved everything about the Wild Card Series. A couple of surprises along the way. And, uh, no, I just thought it was great, and I, I think it's good for the game. What about the Padres? Yeah, I was about to say the Padres found a way to get it done. They get into the series, and I mean, wow. All I can say is wow. You look at that big payroll with the Mets, baseball is a cruel mistress, and you say why? Because baseball. It happens. You can spend all the money you want. You can have as great of a team as you want. You can spend 90% of your season in first place. Guess what happens? You run into a hotter team. You had to play in a wild card game. Now, it wasn't the crazy play-in game like we've had the last couple of years. The Padres came to play. Max Scherzer got knocked around, and they got it done in the third game. The Padres did facing up, facing against their divisional rivals in the Dodgers. I just – there's no explanation for it whatsoever, but tough season for the Mets is all I can say. It's going to be a really long offseason in Flushing. All right. Well, you know, on the, on the junior circuit – we were surprised with the Padres. Of course, I think the Phillies were just as good as St. Louis. But how about the t- Toronto Blue Jays going down to the Mariners? Yeah, that really shocked me because, I mean, the Blue Jays have been an absolute class team all the way. You got the you got the kids. You got, you know, um, Julio. You got, um, excuse me, you got, J, you got J-Rod up there in Julio Rodriguez, the new superstar up in Seattle. The kids taking it to... A, a team in Toronto right now that, I mean, although they got a lot of young, you know, starlets really out there, you look at Bichette and Biggio and all the guys like that. You look at the great pitching they've had all this all season competing in the AL East. 
I don't know. The team just they got on a hot streak, and that's what happens when you get into October. You can run into a hot team, and before you know it, in a three-game series, you're going to play golf. You're done. All right. So uh, that's the uh, wild card. Yes, definitely 10-time better format. I mean, oh, I baseball baseball, baseball was not played for a one-game playoff. It, re- it really wasn't. I mean, uh, I agree, though, if two teams end in a tie, the one-game one playoff is is, is Yeah, you need to have right. that. Yeah, right. if there is not for a series, mathematically not to... doing a tiebreaker, you have to have that. Right. I think this will circumvent that, and you won't see that very often. All right. So, uh, once again, you're watching the Who's On First Base Baseball podcast, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network from Coach's Corner on Victory Drive, and they're having a good time. They're having a great time oh, up man, there on tonight. the TP Pavilion. And uh, the game started late, so if we were going to try and do a show from there, I don't think we would have been able to do it. So I'm glad we're doing it right now in the confines of our uh, our we'll get lovely there. houses. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, we got to get there when there's no games on, especially no Braves games on, because everybody's up there for the Braves games. But uh, that's just it. Game, there'd be no way we wouldn't be able to hear ourselves think. That's how right. many people will show up at coaches. And once again, John Henderson, uh, 22 years out of 31 years, the TP's put up. Uh, first started out just for him and, his, him and his brother as a joke that they they would sleep there overnight. But uh, now they raise money to help the, for the organization help save one of our own. Their goal was last year to make thirty five thousand dollars. They did it this year. Not even in a week they had thirty five thousand dollars. So unbelievable. They're shooting for a hundred grand. Let's hope they do it. So uh, we'll see what happens. But remember, five shows Wednesday night. Okay, I don't even know if he did a show tonight because of the Braves. We have the Atlanta man, Brandon Bain, with Rubbin and Grubbin, the original Coach's Corner first sports show, okay, with Lawrence Bennett, Brandon Bain. They do a great job, all things NASCAR. He's got a brain like yours. He's got an engine in his brain with all NASCAR. you got a baseball in your brain like baseball, okay? So, yeah. And then yours truly called Rossi Sports Report on a Saturday morning from 9 to whenever. Uh, yeah, he just <laughs> pulled the baseball out of his brain. It happened. You saw it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Angela. Does it go from one ear to the other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, and then the third show once, once a year, five days, the 19th hole with the Herb brothers, Sean and Brent Herb. Great job. You can watch it on YouTube. The 19th hole talking everything masters from uh, the, the Henderson cabin, not the Butler cabin. And then two podcasts, of course, Travis Shadon, what I think episode 137 was released. What? Okay, yeah, Hot that's Grits. right. It was. It just uh, just posted. Yeah, Judown Sports. Check it out. Hot Grits Podcast. And then yours truly, the Who's on First Base Baseball Podcast. All right, let's go around the horn with divisional series. And, of course, we always start in the junior circuit. And we got to start, of course, in the AL East with my – I can't lose. I got the Chankies in the American League. I got the Braves and the Bravos in the uh, National League. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they jumped on a team that, you know, I really like. I like, uh, you know, Tito. Tito's a great – Terry Francona, yeah. Tito, he's a great manager. I mean, the Guardians took care of Tampa Bay, which we were surprised. Uh, but the Yankees, so. the Yankees didn't let the five days hurt them. They came out, they hit the long ball, and uh, even though Judge was 0 for 3, but, uh, you know, you know Rizzo and uh, – and um, Harrison other, Bader. Right, Bader. I mean, what a great pickup, okay? Yeah, so, yeah, big trade Yeah, big trade for Jordan Montgomery You to get Harrison Bader away from the Cardinals. That makes me happy. And uh, he goes over to the Yankees, gets it done. But, I mean, talk about the work of Garrett Cole. Six and a third inning, eight Ks, one earned run. The bullpen came in and shut him down. 4-1 Yanks. And the home runs by Bader and Rizzo carried the offense all night. 
It's not just the Aaron Judge show. There is power up and down that lineup for the Bombers, and they get a big W in the Bronx. The only thing that worries me with the with the Yankees now is the bullpen. It's a bit concerning right now. You don't you have, have a Chapman home, bullpen. which Chapman should have stayed home the whole year. Okay. That was rough. That's a bad situation. I don't think we have the time to cover that one. No, we won't. But there was a lot of key injuries in the bullpen, so we'll see what happens. All right. Now we go uh, out to the Central and the West. Okay. Seattle knocks wow. off the Blue Jays. Now that Seattle takes on the Astros. Seattle was winning. Seattle got to Comfortably. Verlander. Comfortably. Oh, my gosh. They had a 7-3 lead going into the eighth inning. And then what happens? Two runs in the eighth. And then the death blow by the big man, Air Jordan himself. Jordan Alvarez comes out there with a three-run shot, hits it up off a really struggling Robbie Ray. I thought that was a crazy situation to bring him in. You want to bring him in in the ninth to finish it out? Well, I didn't see it. The Mariners consider him their, their closer. I, I guess so. But, I mean, just the struggles he's had, and I, I – I mean, I guess, okay, in that situation, yeah, he's probably the guy you're going to go to right now. You know, but I, I find it odd for a guy that had so much success as a starter, especially with Toronto. He finds his way, you know, uh, injuries he's had. He's been banged up a little bit. He was a big acquisition for Seattle right now. Yes. They were holding serve. You felt like destiny was on their side. 8-7. The Astros remind you that they are the Astros, best team in the American League record-wise, and they walk it off. And that was not a cheapo. That was a deep drive into the right field upper deck. Walks it off, 8-7 Astros. All right. So uh, let's go now out to the little West Coast there. You have your own uh, NL West uh, division playoff right there with the Padres and the uh, Dodgers. Right. And I said the Padres was the team that surprised me with all the stuff that went on with them this year. Yeah, but the last you, couple of months have been nuts. You can tell the Dodgers. Dodgers had five days off, but they still – there's no comparison. I know the Padres – did a number on the Mets. I think the Mets were just dog tired uh, with all the injuries and all the stuff they had to do. And then they had to play. They didn't get the uh, bye week. A lot to be said for that. I, 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 I totally agree with you. But, I mean, yeah, you're right on the money. But you get a team right now. And, of course, you know, I've heard this conversation in my household with my beautiful fiance and her brother talking about we'd rather face the Mets. We've been battling against the San Diego Padres all season. The head-to-head -head series, very close and especially two teams that know each other incredibly well with the amount of times they face each other throughout the season. Well, that didn't happen. But they got a really good start, a quality start. Uh, go out there from actually, well, he went five innings, but a decent start. Julio Urias goes out there, gives up three earned runs, and the bullpen comes in the likes of Phillips, Vesia, Brewster, Gratterall, and Chris Martin, former Brave, comes in four inning innings of shutout ball, and you get some offense from up and down that lineup right now. Tough night for Freddie, but you get RBIs from Trey Turner, who had just hit an absolute rope oh, yeah. into the left field stands in the first inning. And you got Will Smith coming up with big doubles along with Gavin Lux and a big single from Max Muncy. And um, those were your stars of the game right now. And, of course, they're going to be getting going with game two, and that should be a really good one coming up here in about an hour. But ultimately, they get the W, 5-3, to three. They mounted a little bit of rally San Diego did later in the game. But after that, the bullpen in came in, got the job done. Game one goes to the Dodgers. All right. Now we got to go to, you know, we have the AL, the NL West. Now we got the NL East. So it's definitely going to be an East-West, uh, 
you know, championship series. Uh, and it'll, uh, it right. So, uh, so the Braves uh, take on the Phillies. Uh, Phillies come out. They jump on them up 6-1. But, you know, that's the Braves. They never quit. They never quit. And, you know, uh, what's-his-face made that unbelievable catch in oh, Nick, ninth It was the Nick Castellanos game. I'll just, right. I'll just lead with that right now. He goes in there and absolutely rakes. And Phillies jumped on Max Freed early. I know we're going to talk, break that down a little bit more. He got rough. He got roughed up and sent out of the game. Four earned runs, eight hits, and six runs total um, in the three and a third that he did pitch. The bullpen settled down a little bit, but ultimately it was a big game for Nick Castellanos. He drives in three, and really, what a rally killer! Comes in, makes a giant catch to cut down the threat, and ultimately in the ball game, the Braves come back. Guns blazing late in the game right now, ultimately leading to a big three-run shot from Matt Olson to bring it within one. But as I said, a sliding catch to end the game for Nick Castellanos. He finishes his game with three RBI and ultimately, hopefully, well, not hopefully, but most likely a game-saving catch and a rally killer. He went three for five on the night. Uh, mostly singles too. And the thing is, that's how they beat Freed. They didn't Seven really singles. go with the power. That wasn't the case at all, but they jumped all over them. And uh, thank goodness for the Atlanta bullpen keeping it tight for the next uh, four innings of basically shutout ball from there uh, to keep them in the ball game after Chavez and Max Freed get knocked around a little bit. Well, my question is, why are we bringing in Chavez? Why? I thought that was an interesting choice to bring in Jesse Chavez. He came in right after that, and that's why I kind of wanted to get your take on that a little bit. After Freed comes in, he gives up four earned runs. I mean, there was eh, it was a little bit a little bit crazy out there in the infield and in the outfield right now. Six runs total were given up. Ultimately, Max gives up eight hits with only two Ks. He walked four. Walks will kill you. Walks are always going to kill you. I they know. tell you that at the early, earliest levels of baseball. But ultimately, they decided, I thought it was an interesting choice to go with Chavez. He comes in for an inning and a third, you know, to get you almost to the sixth inning. One earned run, he gives up two hits, two strikeouts, and a walk. Does an okay job right now. But after that, Dylan Lee, Colin McHugh, and Jackson Stevens, who we talked about a lot, of, a lot about ever since he came up from Gwinnett, four innings of shutout ball to give the Braves a chance. The Braves never quit. You get a three-run shot from Matt Olson, who's been doing that all season. He goes two for three on the night. Three-run bomb, two walks, and two runs. And, of course, we're back at it tonight. But ultimately, Phillies take game one. And you know why they took game one? I would like to hear it. Because the Braves can't play during the day. <laughs> You're still convinced. They're 24-28 and 28 during the day. Yeah, okay, okay. That's why I'm glad, I, that's why I'm glad it rained. Because yeah, we didn't I, I didn't start till seven thirty. That could be a factor. I will grant you that, Coach. But and he hasn't, I mean, in the playoffs, I'm sorry, I can't look at it when it comes to the playoffs right now. All these games are going to be in the twilight, or they're going to be at night. I don't think that's really going to affect the Braves nearly as much. And hopefully, you're not right. If we do indeed have to play an afternoon game, that's going to affect the Braves one through nine, or God forbid, their pitching or their bull. Excuse me, their starting pitching or their bullpen. Well, you know. They were 24 and 27 during day games during during a regular season. That makes them 24 28. And I know they were behind the old the whole time. But do you know when the Braves scored six when the Braves scored six runs during the season, they were 51 and eight. 
51 and eight. And yep. but they were behind last night. Okay. So uh, we got great series going on. It's always a lot of fun. Like you said, the wild card series, four games every day. You had to be in heaven. And I, whether you're, if you're not, if you're not a Dodger fan or if you're not a Yankee fan, you're not a Braves fan. You're, you're not just a, a baseball, baseball fan. Baseball fan. You, in, you got the chance to do it. You got to be the constant companion. Like I said, in our first segment, all right, you can enjoy it. And we did that. All right. Put your, uh, put your uh, wizard hat on now. Okay. Oh, I'm wearing it. Let's go around the horn. Okay. New York against the Cleveland guardians. Indians who wins. Yanks, no doubt about it. Too much depth. It's a fun team. Tito's done a great job. He managed the best team. They may not have been the best on paper, but he did the best job managing a young group of players along with superstar like Jose Ramirez and get them as far as they are. But ultimately, the Bombers, they are, I mean, even though they don't have the best record in the American League, I still think they are the best team in the American League. All right, let's go with the Houston Cheaters against the Seattle Mariners. I mean, Houston Astros against the Seattle Mariners. They're never going to go for that name change. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, they just got to go to Vegas. Maybe the Cheaters will – go ahead. I would love to see Seattle find a way. I think Seattle's going to push them because I do think there's a lot of talent in that lineup. There's a lot of guys that I really enjoy watching, and it's a fun story. But, I mean – I'm sorry. I'm going to take the favorites on pretty much all of these right now because Houston is going to find a way to win. Right. All right. Let's go with the uh, the uh, fiancés Dodgers against the Friars. I say Dodgers in four. I think the Padres are going to find a way to sneak one in right now. We got a good pitching matchup tonight. And, of course, you got Darvish going against Clayton Kershaw. He's crafty now. He's not the flamethrower he used to be nope. right now. Right. He's not, but he's reinvented himself right now. And they I thought it was interesting they went with Urias to start the series right now, but I know they're sitting on Tony Gonsolin for game three. I hope the Dodgers can get it done. This is going to be a tough matchup because you Darvish has really found himself when he's made his way, now that he's made his way to San Diego. He's had injury problems. He figured it out towards the end of his tenure with the Cubs. And uh, to me, it was a salary dump, but I, could, I don't even want to talk about that. I still think the Dodgers are going to pull this out and you're going to find a, you know, you're basically going to get a replay of that great NLCS series we had a little while back between the Braves and the Dodgers. All right. And then, of course, we got to go to the uh, NL East with the uh, Braves and the Phillies. Uh, He's glaring at me for some reason. I don't know why. Because you said they're going to win in four. You should have said they're going to win in three. You have a happy wife, happy house. You know what I mean? She's not moving. (laughs) <laughs> don't worry about it all right dodges and phillies oh, i'm sorry you mean uh, sorry braves you got me you got me rooting for angela now okay the, <laughs> the, the braves is laughing hysterically right the braves now. and the phillies <laughs> yeah she gives me notes after the show this is terrific <laughs> but uh uh yeah I'm, I'm going braves right now the phillies are a fun story but uh, i think the braves one through nine that's that that lineup is just too good right now. I feel like they were a little bit off kilter, and even Snitker came out and said, Brian Snitker just said, we didn't need five days off. Well, guess what? We talked about it on we talked about it last on our week. last show. This could affect them a little bit, and I feel like they're going to find a way to get back through it. It's nothing, nothing right now in the second. Man, I can't wait to sit down and watch the rest of this, but uh, I think this is another four-gamer. Uh, I 
I'm going Braves. I'm going Braves, and I really hope we find a way to see Spencer Strider get in there. He's still dealing with that oblique issue, and I want to find him a chance, maybe not to start, but you've seen sort of a piggyback situation like a game three or four. All right, I'm just going to go five days off. Coming out sluggish is a crock. Yankees had five days off. Astros had five days off. Dodgers had five days off. Three out of the four teams that had five days off, one. You know what? Phillies just came out and jumped all over, which this is my personal feeling, which leads us into the Braves in a couple minutes. Why didn't we start Mr. Wright? 20-game winner, your best pitcher all year. We go with Max Fried. Freed, Fried, Freed. He got fried. Freed got fried. I mean, Freed so did indeed get fried. That that's, is- what, that's what bothers me the most. Go with your number one guy to start this off. Get that first win under your belt. And you know what? They had their chances in the first two innings, Braves, yesterday. They loaded they the bases. They absolutely did. They couldn't come home. A lot of At least six guys left on base, and they couldn't figure out a way to get it done right now. And, I mean, what what are they supposed to say after that first game? I mean, I they just flat out came out and took it to them, and you just got to move on. I mean, you don't have any time to react. Um, I mean, the Braves put in a valiant effort to try and come back, but, I mean, it just wasn't going to happen. And All right, I, well, I, I don't know. The whole Freed thing, I, I get it. He's been your guy. He deserved that game. He wasn't, you don't he think was, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't your guy this year. He was your guy last year. He was. He was. And Kyle I know Wright was your guy. This, Kyle Wright was your guy this year. You talk to an old baseball coach. I go with my best right out of the box. Okay. Yeah, I understand even, that. He liked the matchup with Wheeler we got tonight better. I'm convinced of that. Uh, uh, okay, well, let's let's go on. Anytime you got to hit a hit a round object with a round object, it's pretty hard to do. All right. Last I checked. Yeah. All right. So that's inning number one. We're only gonna play three innings tonight, but it seems like inning number one went two. So uh, it always does. <laughs> it always goes twenty minutes. <laughs> so uh, once again, this is all brought to you by the Coach's Corner Sports Network, presented presented sponsored by Coach's Corner. Okay, they're all up there at the TP Pavilion. Go out there, support the fundraiser that they're raising mon- money for. Help support one of our own. Last year, they raised $35,000. They had that in five days this year. So they're looking for uh, $100,000. You can offer to spend a night, and you stay up there until you raise $500. Uh, okay? I know two years ago, I said if you sh- if, if I raised $500, you could shave my head. And, of course, that happened. So uh, you want to you wanna go in there and donate. Please donate. It's a great cause. Help save one of our own. John Henderson and the crew always does a great job with that charity. Keep it up, John. You're doing a great job. So go there and donate a dollar. Go there and donate five dollars. Go there and donate ten dollars. Donate a quarter. But whatever you want, whatever you want. Okay, let's help help that organization out. Also, music is back. Like I say, it's all sports, all music, all fun, all food since 1991. Back in the sound garden to uh, Saturday night. Okay, we're gonna have the guardians of the jukebox, buddy. And I know, give it to me right now. You do a great job when you do it. I want my MTV. Okay, for guardians uh, uh, of the jukebox, we playing out there. You can get tickets on Eventbrite. You'll hear all your favorite MTV hits from the eight early eighties to the mid eighties. They do a great job. They tour all over the place. They're a lot of fun. Coaches corners. Really happy to have them back. You can go to eventbrite.com to pick up tickets. They will sell out like pretty much every show does at Coach's Corner. Or check them out and learn a little bit about them at coachescorner.com. And remember, 
there's a gazillion TVs, so you can watch any football game you want to watch too. But I think uh, the the channel is going to be hooked onto a team from Atlanta. So okay, all right. <laughs> you might Inning be right. number two. We got. We'll make this quick because we talked a lot about them, but we're talking about the Braves in the uh, NL Division Series taking on the Phillies. Uh, like I said, I thought we started the wrong pitcher last night. Kyle disagrees because he thinks Snicker had wanted a better matchup with uh, Mr. Wheeler. I really do, and we're going to find right. out because I mean we're going right now. All but, right, first question I'm throwing at you. Do it. What ha- ha- ever happened to Mr. Vaughn? I mean, he, he has been struggling a little bit. I will give you that. And uh, I, I just I, – I don't know. I mean, he came in guns blazing. And the fact of the matter is when you come in as a rookie and you get a, you get a call up like that, a big call up, the league is going to catch up with you eventually. I know it's a little cliche to say that, but it happens. That's a fact. And I hate that it's happening to him right now, but I still think with his defense, he can find ways to get things done and really help the ball club as well. He's got to find a way to work himself out of this funk he's got at the plate right now, sooner rather than later. Well, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, I feel that the Phillies weren't any good this year, but once they got rid of Joe Girardi, the Braves turned it around. I mean, the Phillies turned it around. The they series, the series, series against the Braves was ten wins Braves, nine wins Phillies. So it was been a dogfight all year long. Okay, so I think Kyle, we're gonna have a dogfight tonight. We're gonna have a dogfight tomorrow, and hopefully, like you said, it goes game four. We'll have a dogfight. So nobody is a clear favorite in this series because Philadelphia, after they got rid of Girardi, I think had the second best record, well, third best record in the NL, right? Yeah, if you think about it, you look at how well the Braves played and how well the Mets played, even though um, it's not so much that the Mets really choked down the stretch. The Braves were playing that much better. In the last month and a half of the season, Philadelphia caught fire. And they got some power up and down the lineup. You got the National League home run champion Kyle Schwarber. And you've been able to get some great pitching out of guys like Aaron Nola. And they've removed that interim tag from manager Rob Thompson. Sometimes, I mean, Joe Girardi, proven manager. He's gone out there. He's done some great things. He's won a ring in he won a ring in New York, going back to 2009. Sometimes you need a change in voice, and sometimes you need a change in that clubhouse. That's what happened. They responded to Rob Thompson, found their way into the playoffs via the wild card, and they've been on a heater. Well, you know what's also great is you know Mr. Thompson has been around that Phillies organization for a long time. He's all a lifer, much all, like Snit. Much all like the players Snit. are pulling him, just like Snicker, 42 years with the Braves. They're all pulling for him. So I hope – I mean, after what he did – and, you know, I'm a Joe Girardi fan, but I think Joe Girardi lost – will be. Joe Girardi lost that team early in the season. Yeah, I, I, you could see it. You could see in the way they carried themselves. You could see just not so much that it was Joe's problem, but sometimes – it falls on deaf ears, and it just doesn't work anymore. It happens to World Series champion managers, and you can see it throughout baseball history. Rob Thompson got the best out of this club, and they are fighting tooth and nail. And they, I mean, it's a fun ball club to watch, and uh, they're going to give the Braves everything they have. And obviously they did that in game one. They jumped all over Max Free. We talked about that a little bit right, right there. Nick Castellanos carried the way with that three-for-five night that he had. And uh, – Thank goodness for the Braves' bullpen. Otherwise, that could have gotten really messy late. And uh, the Braves almost came back and took it to them. All right. I wanted to touch on this quick because I want to keep this to uh, hopefully we get to trivia at the 30-minute mark. Uh, But uh, like you said, uh, October 10th, 
the Atlanta Braves signed Mr. Spencer Strider to a six-year contract worth $75 million. They're signing their young players. So you got Harris, you got him. I mean, yeah, you're going to have, uh, you know, Vaughn, uh, Grissom. I mean, young team's going to be pretty good for a long time. And I think that's kind of the blueprint you're going to see around baseball. You're going to find guys, if you develop your system well, you see early. You're going to try to jump on players that you know you don't want to get to arbitration. You want them focused on getting to the playoffs every year if you know you have that core of players that can do it. Last five to ten years, the Braves have had one of the finest farm systems in baseball. They always continue to do it well. Alex Anthopoulos sees this, and that's why he's throwing these contracts out there. Mr. Harris gets paid, and Spencer Strider gets paid. They believe a lot in what he can do right now. When you think about it, you're giving guys contracts like that that get them through their arbitration years, but they're also, by the time those contracts are nearly done, they're in their prime or close to their prime. So... I mean, it, I just think it's a smart way to do business right now if you truly believe in your farm system. All right, last question to wrap up this segment. Do we see Ozzy? Do we see the magician? Do we see Mr. Alsby coming back? I don't think in this series. I don't think you will find a way to get him especially into that roster right now. I think if you go to a championship series, if you get to the NLCS, maybe. He's doing baseball activities. He's trying to get ready. That's a lot. And also, you're looking at a guy that is coming in. He's not going to be 100%. Do you want to give up a bench spot uh, for a guy that may not be able to come up and produce simply not, not because he's not talented, but just because he's not healthy? I don't know if Snitker's going to do that. He's a real cere cerebral guy when it comes to injuries like this. He's not going to rush a guy back. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Anything else you want to talk about the Braves before we get into the last inning? No, other than I'm just really excited about this series. The Braves do get a day off, and they go to Philadelphia for Friday's game, and hopefully that will help out. Hopefully we can bring home a W tonight. All right, so that's it. That's our chopping on the Braves. Once again, you're listening to the Who's on First Base Baseball podcast with the coach, Carl Damasi, and, of course, the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson, all brought to you by the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Make sure you tune in Wednesday nights from 6 to 7 to listen to the man himself that has a – plethora of NASCAR knowledge, Brandon Bain, the Atlanta man, of course, always produced by the man behind him that works. I don't know how he produces it with five different cameras angles, but that's of course the legendary Lawrence Bennett. Pro. So uh, <laughs> check that out. And of course the other show is the call of the monster sports sports Saturdays, nine to about 10, 15, uh, the 19th hole, which is heard or produced every April, all about the masters. And of course, two podcasts, the hot grids podcast, with the Young Pup, episode 137 released last night, Travis Jadon, and of course yours truly, the Who's on First Base Baseball Podcast, season five, episode 23. Who would have thunk that? And don't forget, tomorrow, no, that's not tomorrow night, Saturday night in the South Garden, we have the Guardians of the Jukebox. And go, what do you want, buddy? I want my MTV. And if you want to hear some great 80s hits that were on MTV in their early years, Go out and check them out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Big 80s Fest out there in the Coach's Corner Sound Garden. You can get tickets on eventbrite.com or go check them out. Learn a little bit about uh, what they do, who the band is at coachescorner.com. It's going to be a lot of fun, but make sure to get them fast. They will sell out by Saturday, let me tell you. All right, so here we go. Inning number three, baseball trivia. That's right. When we first started doing this show, I went almost three and a half seasons without even sniffing a win. Oh, man. Well, this year it's a different story. The, the fanatic has, 
Yeah. That's right. The uh, uh, I'm the Amazing Mets from 69. I don't uh, want to hear about that. I know. Uh, you don't want to hear about the black cat either. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> but anyway, eight wins for the fanatic, seven for the coach. And like I said, every week we had seven ties. It was like kicking, kissing our sisters. But you know what? It's, it's a lot better than losing. So last week you were up first. So I am up first. Shoot it, buddy. Okay. I mentioned the walk-off home run by Jordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros. Can you name me the last Astro to hit a postseason walk-off home run? Uh, I. Uh, here's a shot in the dark. Mr. Correa. Carlos Correa? Correa. That is correct. 2020. Well done, coach. Well, I know he's hit a lot of home runs in the postseason. He certainly has. I didn't know he was the last one, though. <laughs> he was the last Astro. He hit two bombs in that game. Okay. All right. Well, let's, let's stay on that, okay? All right. All uh, right. There are 10 Major League Baseball players who have hit a record three home runs in one playoff game. But there is only one player who did it two times. Name that player. Oh. Uh. Two times. Two times. I know you're trying to bait me into Reggie Jackson. All right, Reggie Jackson. Close, close team, but oh, happened in 1926 and 1928. Who would the, you think it is? Oh, it's the babe. Loved hot dogs. The babe. One-nothing coach. I could win it right here. Oh, no, and then we just tied up. I can't have this. Just to let the fans know, when we first started doing this, we used to get five questions, and it would take us an hour alone. Uh, we were on two hours when we did those we shows. We couldn't do it. We couldn't, we do, couldn't it. do it. We were, we were so, hungry. Our pizza got cold at coaches. We couldn't do it anymore. So we went when we went to the internets, okay, we said two innings. We each, each other two questions, and if the tiebreaker, we go yeah, to 30. Tiebreaker. No big so deal. if I hit this, I'm up one nothing. I get to keep the blue flag, the blue W hanging and flying on Wilmington Island. I'm, I, you know what? I am actually going to get you a Cubs W flag just so you can have it, just I so you can it. do it to rub it in my face. I put my flag, my flag uh, holder, pole holder out there, and I put it up every time I'd win. Well, I'll get you one. All right. Okay. Question two, coach. I'm listening. Can you name me the most, who has the most postseason home runs? Of all time. Most postseason home runs of all time. I'm listening. Uh, the Yankees have played the most. And I mean, the man has 10, has a ring for every finger. I, I, I don't think I'm going to get it, but I'm going to go with Yogi Berra. No, it's a good guess. Obviously, most postseason games, obviously. Right. Most postseason home runs all time. It's Manny Ramirez with 29. Wow. I would have never thunk that. That's the point of doing this. And who did he play for? He played for the the um, Red Sox. Played, played for the Indians. He played for the Cleveland Indians. He right. played for the Boston Red Sox. He right. played for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And for some odd reason, played for the Chicago White Sox. White Sox. Okay. All right. 
So here's your chance to tie to go to, to go to extra innings. Let's do it. All right. Uh, who was the last, of course, it has to deal with the World Series and playoffs. Who was the last player to win the Triple Crown? Because we were all hoping that Judge would do that this year. Okay. Who was the last player to win the Triple Crown in a year his team won the World Series? Mickey Mantle, 1956. Uh, good guess, but no. Same division. No. Frank Robinson with the 66 Orioles. Oh, my God. Oh, that Mick won in 56. And it's all tied up. Give me my flag, buddy. Yeah, 8, 8, and 7. Yeah, gone it. I swear, I thought the Mick won it in 56. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so mad about that. You forgot all about right, it. you deserve it. 8, 8, and 7. La, 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 la. You could win the season series because we got a few more weeks of this. We still got a few more weeks. So, you know, we, we, we you know, it's not over. You know, as my favorite New York Yankee would say, it ain't over till it's over. <laughs> and you know who that is. Yeah, I do believe that was Mr. Berra, Lawrence Peter Berra. You know, you know, baseball is, uh, you know, 90% mental, 40% physical. Yeah, it happens. Good addition. I don't remember half the stuff I said. <laughs> so, but I once again, expect anything. Make sure you follow follow the games. Right now, it's uh, Wednesday night. Uh, the Braves game has started later. This is when we recorded on Wednesday nights. Uh, they're in the uh, top of the fourth inning. It's still 0-0 in game two. Braves it's going to be a duel game. tonight. Game, uh, the Braves drop game one. I know you're going to be up all night, so make sure you oh get on. Oh, my gosh. We did our best last night, but I won't get into that. So, I, I well, you know, Dodgers play on the West Coast. That's the problem, so. I, I'm still tired. You can see the bags. On oh, yeah. Head. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> once again, say a prayer for all the people in Ukraine. Now we're back to bombing everybody. And of course, uh, all the people that were affected in Florida with Hurricane Ian, hopefully they'll uh, re- get back to normalcy. And of course, uh, with all this crazy stuff going on in the world, especially in the United States, please say a prayer for everybody that's being affected. But once again, that's why we do this show. So you can take your mind off it for five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it may be. And uh, as we say uh, every week, it's all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Out in the Soundgarden this Saturday night, Eventbrite. Go get your tickets for the Guardians of the Jukebox. It's I Want My MTV. I can't do it like you. I want my MTV. Hey, before we go here, you threw out a trivia question. What was the first uh, song that was played on MTV? Actually, you're right. It was Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles, a one-hit wonder from England. The Buggles. <laughs> yeah. So, Got it on the right. old iPod. Whatever you're doing today, today and tomorrow, uh, Mr. Fanatic, what are you going to do? Always hit it out of the park. And we had some good ones yesterday hit it out of the park. And until we talk to you next week, what's it going to be? Your best week ever. Don't you and forget as, it. As like we always say before we get out of here, there's only... Two words that we love the most. One, two, three, play, play ball. ball. See you later, Fanatic. Have a good one. See you, Coach. Angela, go Dodges. <laughs> we got a see woo you, out there in the back. Oh, we got a woo in the background. We'll see you next week, Coach. Talk to you later. See ya.